Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hi, besties. Welcome back. Yes, today we are doing our podcast based on a movie, and it is called Our Friend. Yes. Now, this is an intense movie. We're going to try not to get too personal. Yes, because we know that this might hit home to some people. I know while watching it myself, there were a few triggers that went off with you know, things that have happened in my past. So we really want to focus on the friendship with this movie. Yes. So basically this movie is about a married couple and the wife gets sick and goes through the stages of dying. And while she's going through this, their best friend, he's a best friend to both of them, decides he's going to come and stay with them. They have kids and he sees a need for help and he, he fills it. He fills the void. Right. So this is three best friends. We're not just talking about a couple. We're talking about three best friends and the wife, Nicole, the husband, Matthew, and the friend, Dane. Yes. And Dane, I mean, Dane. You have to love Dane. What an amazing person. He gives up his life. He, Nicole gets diagnosed and he is just right there. He's with them, ends up going there to visit and she ends up in the hospital. So he stays back at the house with the kids and their dog is sick and he has to take to the, (laughs) he has to take the dog to the vet and actually put the dog down. Like the dog's not going to make it. And it's just this awful moment where this family is losing their mom, the wife and their dog didn't make it. (laughs) Their dog passes and he sees this and he stays from that day. He decides he's going to stay. And he originally, he decides, I'm just going to stay for a couple of weeks. I'm going to help you get through this time. And he ends up staying for a year, right? Is it a year or two years? Either way, it's it a was, long time. They really welcomed him. He helped clean the house, take the kids, just do all those things that, so Nicole can focus on her recovery. Cause at this point they're thinking recovery and So Nicole can work on her recovery. Matthew, the husband can be there for his wife and be there for his kids. And Dane just kind of picks up all the slack, making sure everything just falls into place, almost Mm -hmm. like a personal assistant, but it's like your best friend, like, just let me make sure everything works out for you. Yes. And it's something that not everyone can do. I mean, It just is kind of perfect timing because he doesn't really have an amazing job that he's leaving behind. He, he works in a sporting goods store. 
he doesn't have a wife. He, he does have a girlfriend and he leaves. He must live, you know, further away because he doesn't see her and she doesn't quite understand his devotion to Matthew and Nicole. She's wondering why he just doesn't come back and he ends up breaking up with her. They just kind of don't work out. You know, I don't, I, it just fizzles. Yeah. It fizzles because she doesn't get it. And he doesn't like that. She doesn't get it. Yeah, exactly. And then even when they find out, so Nicole finds out that she, her cancer is terminal and then he continues to stay through that because now she can focus on, she wrote letters to her daughters. She had a bucket list. She had all these things. And Dane was there for the whole thing. He was part of those bucket list things. Mm-hmm. He was part of all of that. And I just love how it really became a whole family. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think he kind of toured the middle or end of this movie, you see a flashback of Dane going through a really hard time Mm -hmm. where he was possibly going to do the worst thing you can do when you're going through a depression. And Nicole and Matt and their kids save him. He ends Mm -hmm. up getting a, a voicemail from them saying, Hey, haven't talked to you in a while. How are you doing? Come visit us. And then Nicole jumps in and uses her, her endearing nickname for him, which is fruit loop. She says, Hey, fruit loop, miss you. Mm -hmm. And then the kids come in and say, Hey, uncle Dane. And he just, it pulls him through. It does. And then I love how it shows like later on in the evening and he, he's basically listening to that message on repeat. Mm -hmm. So it just shows that he really loves them, but they also really love him back. Mm -hmm. And there is a part in the movie where Nicole and Matthew are on like a dinner date and Dane is not there. This is prior to her diagnosis. And they're on a dinner date and one of their mutual friends starts talking really negatively about Dane because he doesn't have this amazing job. He's not married yet. These are faults in some people's eyes where he lived on Nicole and Matthew's couch for a little bit before the diagnosis, just living on their couch because he had no place to live. And I really loved how Nicole and Matthew, they look at each other. And they're like, we really loved him living on our couch. We think he's great just Mm -hmm. the way he is. That's a tough situation to have, to have to defend a friend in front of people that are just not getting the hint that you're Mm -hmm. trying to say that they are an amazing person. And this, this jerk is not getting the hint and continues to talk bad about Dane. And you could just see him getting really angry that he's yeah. not picking up on these hints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And I think Matt finally kind of just sticks up for Dane and he's just done listening to it. And yeah, they look at each other and they know the two of them know that Dane is a stand up guy and, and they called it, they knew that he would always be there for them. That's a good way of seeing their friendship because you don't talk like that 
behind the back of somebody you really love. Yes. And there's another flashback where Nicole and Matt go through a hard time in their marriage. I believe it was before they have kids. They go through a difficult time. And so Matt is thinking he's going to leave Nicole and Dane, instead of saying, okay, yeah, buddy, come on, like, come and be single with me. He knows that that's not what needs to happen. And he ends up taking Dane to Nicole and saying, okay, see ya. You guys need to go fix this. I'm, I'm leaving. You guys are together. Figure it out. I feel like he took the kids. Yeah. He must've taken the kids. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. They had the kids now. because said, this, on, was, kids. this was a year before diagnosis. He yeah. takes the kids to the movies or something. And he says, okay, I've got the kids. You guys figure it out. I love that because a true friend there have been times yes. where it's it's not so much our marriage, but another friendship or someone at work, someone that's bothering us. And we're I love how we're able to like counsel each other in mm-hmm. helping fix positive relationships that have gone wrong. Yes, I agree. It's also helpful that during this terrible situation, Dane is a bit of a comedian. I don't know if he's Mm -hmm. an amazing comedian, but he is a comedian and he's funny and he's silly. He breaks up a lot of those. It's like they get into these really tough moments and tough situations, which is completely understandable. And I feel like he comes in at the right time and kind of lightens the mood. Okay. It's, it's time to laugh about something and then turns these awful situations into everybody laughing and Mm -hmm. hanging out and just having a good time. Yes, he is pretty much perfect in that way that he can come in and, and do that, but also be there during the sad moments too. He definitely has his points of breaking down in sadness during hard times. And just to mention, he is a very good friend to Nicole as well. He helps Matt come back to their marriage that time, but he also really helps Nicole because she has in flashbacks, She has a hard time with Matt's job. So he's an investigative reporter Mm -hmm. and he goes overseas and does like war correspondent things. And it's hard on her because he's gone and they have children and she wants him home. She's kind of talking through this with Dane. So without disrupting Nicole's trust, he goes to Matt and he says, hey, what what are you doing here? Maybe it's time to stop doing this crazy war Mm -hmm. stuff. You've got kids. Maybe it's time to, to stay home. Yeah. And then as he's like, uh, uh, he's like, no, you need to stay home. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When he sees his friends not listening, he pipes up Mm -hmm. a little bit. In the very beginning, it shows how the three of them meet. And Dane does He tries to pick up on Nicole. They're in a bar and he's trying to pick up on Nicole. And she says, oh, dude, I'm married. My husband's sitting over there. So somehow he ends up sitting next to Matt. He's like, man, I'm sorry. Your wife's pretty. I I sat by her. I tried to talk to her. She said she's married. And that was the only time there was ever an inkling of a love connection between Dane and Nicole, which I really like because- Male and female friendships can be 
questionable. They can be difficult sometimes because there is that, that difference there, but that was the only time. I think it's a different dynamic having a husband and wife. So husband and wife are different than best friends. Mm -hmm. You're closer with your husband. You spend every day with them. You're with them all the time. And with a best friend, maybe you're not with them all the time, but you share different stuff. So I feel like I'm just trying to imagine this dynamic of Heather, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole and Heather are the same thing to me. Um, <laughs> Heather and Matthew, Nicole, I mean, <laughs> because, Herbert, <laughs> I do. I get a name in my head and now it's done. <laughs> So I'm imagining Nicole and Matt laying together in bed and like talking. Cause that's when my husband and I do a lot of our chatting right before my husband nods off. And I realize he hasn't been listening to me for 10 minutes, but <laughs> I feel like that's when you get stuff said. So not saying they would ever say anything bad about Dane. Cause I really don't think they have anything bad to say about him, but just kind of a weird dynamic. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, I get it. You can even tell your husband the same exact things you tell your best friend and it's different. You get different reactions and uh, yeah, it's different. Right. So I don't feel like it's three friends coming together. Like when you and I and someone else, we go on a girl's trip and we're a trio Mm -hmm. and we're all talking and we're having a great time. Yeah. That's a totally different dynamic than if you were to come with my husband and I on a trip. Mm-hmm. You know, cause then it's time for bed. You go to your room. We go to ours, you know, instead of like, mm-hmm. we're all sleeping together. Not that sounded weird, <laughs> <laughs> but we're all going to like crash and just stay up all night and stuff. And I just feel like it'd be different. It wouldn't be the same. Cause it's husband and wife. It's not like a actual trio. It's like, this is my it's friend. Dane. This is yeah, my it's friend. Dane and Matt we're married. And it's Dane and Nicole. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking more about Dane and Matt's friendship and Dane and Nicole's friendship, not as and a what he three way a three to the two of so. them. Yes, and Nicole had many other friends, so you see, she yeah. is a very dynamic person. You can mm-hmm. see in the movie, she's just there's one part in the movie where she goes to a beach party and she takes her best friend, who she's known for a long time, to meet right. her new kind of mom friends where she's living now. And there's eight or 10 ladies. They walk up and she's just, hi everyone, you know, so friendly and outspoken and moving from person to person. And you see her best friend who she brought to the get together and her sitting down later. And her best friend says, you know, all of these ladies think you're their best friend. (laughs) And Nicole's like, oh, well, (laughs) you know, and it's just really, really cute. I like that about Nicole, but later on in the movie, you see that those ladies, they start out helping out. They bring meals a few times Mm -hmm. and then at least a year, maybe two years that she's, she's sick and they stop coming around and she gets mad about it. Oh yeah. She gets mad. And I feel It's really sad watching her friends leave her side one by one. And it's not so much that they left forever. It's just that they 
they got tired of watching what was going Mm -hmm. on and they just couldn't stick around. So instead of coming over once a week, it starts coming over once every six months or something. It's just, it really tapers Mm -hmm. off. So you just see all of her friends come from being good friends to being that person that feels obligated to stop by. Yes. And that brings us to, I think that some people just feel uncomfortable. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do when a friend is going through something or when a friend is grieving themselves, friend maybe loses their parent or spouse or something. You just, I think friends can back away because they're scared to say the wrong thing or they just don't know what to say. So I looked up an article about what to do, and we're just going to quickly go over a few things that you can do when a friend of yours is going through a hard time. So a major thing is checking in on them, just calling. However often you feel like you need to, and if you have to set a schedule and force yourself to do it, even if it's just a hello. Um, Another thing is trying to understand the grieving process, because if you've taken any psychology classes or, or anything like that, there's a system to it, an experience that is similar for a lot of people. So understanding the physical things, the sleep being, you know, not able to sleep, being just exhausted, you know, the toll it takes on your body and everything, just kind of understanding a few of those things, being able to listen, maybe stop talking so much and just, just listening is really important. Letting them cry. Sometimes it's hard for us to do that. We want to say, oh, don't cry. No need to cry. Don't be upset but just letting somebody cry, asking questions about how they're sleeping. Are you eating enough? Is there anything I can do for you? Just those kind of questions. Obviously the practical stuff like Dane did, taking their kids to school, making meals, that kind of thing. Just being willing to sit with them and maybe it's in silence. Maybe they don't need to talk, but they need to just sit there. All of those things I think can be just a good thing to keep in mind. If, if you have a friend that's going through grief. Yes. And there is a point where he wasn't just there for Nicole. He was also there for Matthew. There's a point towards the end when things got really bad And Dane takes Matthew on a trip and they just go and they have fun. He had Nicole's parents come and stay with her to give him that break. So he wasn't just trying to be there for Nicole. He was trying to be there for Matthew and they go on this wonderful trip. And it's almost like it recharged him. I think it also recharged Dane because Dane Mm -hmm. was in it day in, day out as well. He Mm -hmm. was really good at looking from the outside in because they're immersed in this. And he kind of looked in and seen where the troubles were and fixed them, whether it's like, I need to get to the kids somewhere else and do this. I need to take Matthew Mm -hmm. on this trip. 
I need to do something really special for Nicole. So he was so good at that. Like what a great Mm -hmm. friend. Sometimes you need that outside perspective, somebody looking at your life and seeing, okay, this is what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Yes. And speaking of Dane being in it too, the part in the movie where it's, it's nearing the end and they have the hospice worker come in this wonderful lady, which Mm -hmm. hospice workers, oh my gosh, they're just angels sent from heaven. Mm -hmm. I think they are um, to be able to do that job. But this wonderful lady comes in and the director of this movie was so great because she comes in and you're looking at her and she's, you know, oh, let's, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and fresh air. And I just going on about her day. And then the camera kind of pans over to the two guys and they're Dane and Matt, they're sitting on the couch, just, you can see the exhaustion. You can see just how hollowed out they are. And the hospice worker just stops. And she looks at them and she says, you guys should have called me a while ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to go get some rest. Let me, let me in. Let me take care of some things for you. Yeah. That is a, a great feeling having someone come in and kind of take over for a little bit. And sometimes it's only for an hour or 30 minutes, but those breaks mm-hmm. are needed. Mm-hmm. And she notices some things, really sad things about Nicole's disease progression that they had been dealing with for, for months. She going into some psychotic episodes, her brain was not fully there and they had to deal with it. She notices that and she gets them. She gets Nicole the medicine she needs to make it more enjoyable those last few weeks or months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we haven't said, I was waiting to say this until we got near the end, but one of the most important things about this movie is that it is a true story. Mm -hmm. It's based on their names are the same. So Matt he is a reporter. He wrote an essay and in the movie, Dane stays for a few months after Nicole's death to help Matt take care of things, to help the mm-hmm. kids get through things. And when he decides to leave, he just up and leaves. He doesn't say much to Matt. He just starts packing the car and he says, okay, yep, it's my it's time, time to go. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be fine. He tells Matt, it's time for me to go. You've got this. Mm -hmm. You don't need me anymore. And Matt has written this essay. And Dane looks at him and says, I thought it was supposed to be about Nicole. And it's just this quick little line that he says, and it brings it all together. So Matt wrote this essay. And I think Matt even thought it was supposed to be about Nicole But he ended up calling it Our Friend, which is, of course, the title of the movie. And it's all about Dane. I mean, Nicole's obviously it's about Nicole, too. But it's about their friend who came in and helped, which is not it's not a common thing. It's not something very rare for somebody to drop their life for another person. Well, and he may not have been able to do this had it been another time, another, you know, had he been married with his own children or anything like that, he would not have been able to do this. This was the perfect friend at the perfect time. 
being Mm -hmm. able to do this. Yes. So this essay, I think was Matt's thank you to Dane. Yeah, I think so too. I thought that was really sweet. Yep. So the essay basically goes through everything that Dane did moving in when their dog needed to be put down and Mm -hmm. helping Nicole with her bucket list. It's all a true story. Everything is in there. Yeah, this was a good movie. I was surprised knowing it. You know, you know what this movie is about. You're going into it. And there are definitely parts where I was bawling, but Mm -hmm. they make it, they, they do a lot of the flash forwards, flashbacks and all that kind of stuff. So that it's not focusing on just the heavy. So it's not like from the beginning, happy, sad, 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 for the rest of the mm-hmm. movie. It's just all downhill. You get a dose of sad. Then you get a dose of past of them having their children and going out and partying and doing fun things. Then you get kind of a dose of the sad again. So I, I did cry a lot, but I mm-hmm. also laughed a lot. And I thought there was, yes. I thought it was really a sweet, sweet movie. Yes. And it does make you think about your friendships. And if you have a Dane in your life, it might not be that dedicated. You might not be able to leave your life behind and go live with your friend for a year or two. And just drop everything. (laughs) Yes. But do you have that friend that would help you through something? Mm-hmm. I know I have that friend. You do. Okay. So since that was a really sad topic, we have a few minutes left. Let's talk about something exciting and happy that we just did, which was we went to Disneyland with our daughters. Yes. Oh, it was so much fun. We took the big girls. We went mm-hmm. to Disneyland. We rode all the rides. We did make the terrible mistake about going on Splash Mountain first thing in the morning. Oh gosh, we got soaked. We ended up buying a very expensive clothing to change into (laughs) (laughs) while walking around the park. So we were definitely on theme. We had matching shirts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Check out our Instagram for some pictures. Yes. We had the best time and we stayed We only had one day in Disneyland. So we stayed from 730 until 1130. It was open until midnight, but that last 30 minutes, we could not hang. We had to go. (laughs) We couldn't after being wet most of the day and just going, we didn't mess around. Mm -hmm. We went from Disneyland to California adventures back to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Did we go back to Cal? I don't even know. I've lost track of the timeline that day felt very long but so fun I can't believe we did it in one day we had just gone we went in January you went in February yes so we had just gone with the whole family and this was just kind of a side trip to a concert we were going to and Mm -hmm. it was really fun just me my best friend and my niece and my daughter Mm -hmm. yes it was the best it's memories that we'll have forever. You know, we need to post the picture, but maybe not on the pod of the guy holding the freaking hat in front of my face on Guardians. Oh no, I'm not. No, I wish I know. I, as I said it, in my face. 
<laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. No, I'm not posting a bad picture of myself on our Instagram. <laughs> I think we need to post the picture <laughs> of us on the car's ride. I liked that one. Okay. I will. Let's post that one. Yes, I did too. Okay. We'll do it. All right. Yes. So I'm glad we're ending on a happy note. Yes, we are. Thanks for being here, besties. Yes, thank you so much. Love you, best friend. Love you too, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment, or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com. Or message us through our Instagram, Long Distance BFF.